Episode oh. three, Digital Twin Fan Club Diaries. Maybe we've nailed it this time. Maybe I've sorted out the production system. And yeah. A little sound in Weekly. the background. It's like a little, just getting into the getting into the session. Turn it down in a bit. Weekly therapy for Henry and Jonathan. Hopefully, my sound will be better this time. I apologise for my levels last time. Henry was unable to edit my terrible audio. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, I wasn't. I wasn't able. I just wasn't willing. Uh, <laughs> more of the issue. Standard. Yeah. Hopefully so, this time I'll, in, I'll improve. How's things? How's things, Henry? What's been going on? I've got three, not four, three bullet points this week. Oh, okay. Um, I've got I've got a couple as well. Yeah, it's been a, a good and busy week. Um, I have to look at my diary because who knows what really happened this week. Uh, yeah, I spoke. Uh, I've been working on my that research project, speaking to uh, loads of uh, tradespeople about why they aren't getting apprentices and what they're not getting. What, the what kind of trades? Um, so construction trades, but built environment trades. So. Um, Carpenters, uh, we've had a thatcher, uh, master builder, uh, painter decorator, um, and many others. And we are talking to them okay. about why they're not taking up apprenticeships because of my oh. favorite statistic, which is that 57%, sorry, micro, micro companies received 57% of the money that they paid into the CITB, the Construction Industry Training Board levy they receive 57 percent of that and large companies receive 117 percent why is that why is that better better accountants well they've got somebody to do something right they've got they'll probably all have training people we're like we want apprentices we'll give it to the head of apprentices we had a look at hs2 yesterday and they've got some of the best apprentice names job titles you've ever heard of but there's, I didn't go see on, any. I didn't, off, I didn't see any. Uh, I didn't see any apprentice brickies. I put it that way, or go apprentice brickies, or, uh, or apprentice chippies. Um, give me some of these um, titles, Henry. They on, on are some of these titles. absolutely amazing. They are stunning. Um, they're very. It's a. It kind of underpins a bit of a point that I think I've observed. There's two very different construction sectors. There's a white collar one and a blue collar one. Um and but, so, yeah, you know, okay. yeah, so. Um, there is Things that an, design the thing, and then the people that actually have to build the thing that the designers designed. They, I don't think they get a look in. I don't, they 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 don't seem to get in front of the policy people. So okay, I'm going to read you some apprentices out from HS2. Uh, this is BBVS, which I think is one of the joint ventures that's running that. Uh, we have an IT support apprentice, uh, corporate responsibility and sustainability apprentice, uh, project manager apprentice. A few of those. Um, yeah, it's that sort of thing. Um, those are the sorts of roles that you get. So, uh, you know, maybe there are. I'm only looking Head at the, of the metaverse first page. Metaverse f apprentice. A friend apprentice. F I've, I've only got 575 results on LinkedIn. Um, okay. In total. So maybe, you know, they're not on LinkedIn. Maybe it's not a good way to get work if you are a tradesperson. So it's probably a bit of a skewed sample. But um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, we've been, I've been speaking loads of people on that. So it's been great okay. fun. Nice. And I feel like it's going really well. And it's just nice to be speaking to interesting people and getting their views and yeah yeah what are, you, what are you hoping to do with it in the end just work out why this happens and... well so um this work is being funded by the gatsby foundation thank you lord david sainsbury via the mechanism of daniel sanford smith who i'm a big fan of who helped with you know uh heard this plan out um the idea is to create a policy paper from this that would work for everybody 
as in an apprentice system that would work for everybody or would work better yeah. because we've had modernize or die yeah. you know the mark farmer paper and oh God. um did anything I, change did anyone modernize well no, yeah they got a load more money they got a load more money um but it didn't land i don't think it landed with everybody in an even way and i know that mark is still working on that with the citv so um you know i'm gonna do what i do best which is i'm just gonna blue skies think about this speaking to real people seeing what does work because there are some apprentice schemes out there that work um for trades as in they just they get somebody who turns up because was having discussion with the team about it and like rationalizing our thoughts like if you imagine there's a relationship between a an academic organization and a and a sole trader the yeah. person who's teaching that person in the college you know if they're the listeners, t- henry's gesturing like a crab at the I, minute I, He's I, like um, pointing I, i'm to saying things. one on the left so on the left on on the left is the college and you wouldn't expect that lecturer to also have to do the accounts for and you know uh the invoicing or yeah. the uh time management and pick up the apprentice from home but we require you know you would require that of a sole trader who took on an apprentice because they just got to do everything themselves it's, uh, it's, it's okay. very disparate. So basically, it's just an insane amount of admin that they probably can't deal with because of that busy anyway trying to survive. Exactly. And that's, that's exactly uh, what Whereas in a saying. big company, they've got 57 departments, yeah. one for each of those tasks that are just overheads that exactly. the individual recruiting the apprentice doesn't actually have to worry about. They just need the individual to do the work. So hopefully, just that's from quite that common sole trader though, isn't it? Yeah, well, exactly. So hopefully just from that information, you can perhaps work out the direction of travel for our recommendations, which is... Get rid of all the admin crap. Uh, yeah, I mean that would be nice. Uh, that yeah. will, that will certainly be, be in there. Though, but also, um, get somebody else to do it for them. That's uh, also yeah. You know, uh, maybe if it maybe it needs to be done. Um, maybe it could be Henry's job. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's bureaucracy. I've done my time in the UK's bureaucracy. I've done my time. I've done my. I've done my stint. I've served. You don't ask about okay. a man's that's an time inter- that's an interesting. Yeah. Hopefully you can f- give 500 people jobs in the future and do some good. That'd be nice. I would that be sounds nice. like a, po- that's a positive thing. Anything, oh, anything negative? What, what's negative being done? There's always negative. Negative, negative, negative. Uh, you know, what am I on? You know, I quit drinking at the start of the year and started exercising. It's day 26 now and it's starting to get a little bit normal. So it's starting to get a bit boring going to the gym in the morning. And I'll be like... It's, so weirdly, mm-hmm. I so I... You know, like usually with me, or historically, um, I'd quite often do large spells without, like, not drinking between like Christmas and summer. That's mm. kind of died in the, since the pandemic, basically. So I've I've done not drank since New Year's Eve. I'm going out today, and I really, really, really don't want to drink, but I'm finding it quite hard to. There you go. Because there's going to be really nice chicken, and there's going to be balling. And we'll have to drink beer. So anyway, nice. it's it's weird how it's playing in my head, though. I uh, yeah. Not. Well, that's why I had to quit because that little conversation in my head that you're having now, I just can't cope with. So just cut it out. It's just gonna be like, I just don't have it. I'm not gonna have the conversation. I'm not gonna do it. Simple. Mm. 
Yeah, I can't be persuaded mm. because if I because I'm very persuadable. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone says, "Ah, oh, oh, Henry, what's, what's I'll go on." I'll be like, "Sure." Fine. What I found really interesting because it's a long time since I've not I've been completely. I'm not. I don't drink huge amounts, but just like a few beers every now and then. I f- I'm finding uh, I'm able to put a lot more effort into everything again, which yeah. is good. Um, I'm sleeping better. So it's so interestingly. I'm like, Interesting. I'm just working too much to sleep. Interestingly, hyper focus has become a thing for me the last two weeks. Mm. Like intensely focusing on, like weirdly focusing on tasks at the minute. So obviously, I'm quite motivated for some reason. Oh. I don't know why. Oh. You're like, who's this guy? Who am I? What's <laughs> this, why is this? Why is this guy come from? Who's doing like 18 hour days? Um, I mean, it, you know, part of me is like, yay, good for you. Another part of me is like, don't. Don't burn out. Short, short, short periods. Obviously, there's okay. some big things coming up on internally on my my day job and zero as well. But it's interesting that that's like it's appeared again, and I've not seen it in a while. Ah, I'd much rather sounds, burn like that. Doesn't like you give, and, like you care, right? Like you're you're like uh, us, you know? Because maybe it's you, the therapy you, sessions. Maybe it's maybe it's the therapy. Maybe it's sessions. these. Maybe two sessions in it, everything's just fixed. But um, but it's inter- interesting. Like this week an interesting thing happened when I went to, I actually traveled two and a half hours to a meeting that was meant to be seven hours. And I got there and I had just so much to do. I just literally got in the office and sat down and messaged the people I was going to be in and said, call me in when it's my turn. So I, and I just didn't attend the meeting. I went in for five minutes, said my line and left. Yeah. And then just worked on it. And it was the best that, decision I've ever made. That is smart. I, cause I suspect I know what sort of meeting that is where it's, uh, everyone come and sit in a room and listen and try and do things. Is it, but is it like pre commencement sort of one of those pre commencement yeah. meeting? So the work's yeah. not actually started of, and everyone's just pontificating about what they might do or what they're pretending basically, to do. Basically, yeah. 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 I've seen those. So, yeah. I, I was think, like, when it's my turn to speak, just come in and I'll do a mic drop and then just leave. And I literally, just, I was in the meeting. Instead of being in seven hours, I was in six minutes. Nice. Nice. That was a victory. So I did point number, one of point those. Number three, yeah, go on. Ditch meetings. I, I did one of those meetings while we were putting my cat down. Who had cat AIDS or whatever it's called. I think it's called cat AIDS. Or it's not cat flu. Yeah, AIDS. Yeah, or whatever. I don't know what it is. I, but everyone was calling it cat AIDS. Maybe it's because I was living in Doncaster at the time. And I was in one of those meetings while we were putting the cat down. And that was awful. And it was I was just sitting there listening to people talk about things that weren't relevant to me like oh are we going to uh set those milestones for the civil engineering team to be aligned to the architectural thing I'm like 12 i don't know yeah i think it's something post-pandemic life of it's a mixture of the kind of post-pandemic life of a billion teams meetings now everyone's inviting everyone back to long face-to-face meetings yeah and time's just becoming impossible because you've got all the teams meetings that have appeared like if you think pre-pandemic we were, me and you, we were doing this hybrid thing since 2013, weren't we? Yeah. Really. So it was not new to us, but then like all the world copied and now everyone wants 57 meetings every day. Well, like they, my yeah, diaries. they did it their way, which was the, oh, I need my FaceTime. I've got to have my FaceTime. Let, so let's invent FaceTime. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I mm. am with you on that. So ditch less, so 20, so I'm pushing now for 25 minute meetings maximum and being like just rejecting ones I don't want. 25 minute meetings maximum. Nice. Mm. I think that's I think that's sensible. I think, you know, it depends on the people, right? You know, some people you want to have a nice dinner work with. And so, you know, I'll put an like hour, this, this hour pod, in. Yeah. Like, yeah, like this pod. You know, well, no, like um so uh the people I'm doing this this research with, 
um, we're having regular catch-ups and it, it's kind of just good to talk because I, I want to hear what people are saying and what they're thinking about it. And, you know, it's it's a reflection, it's a hangout to talk about the project and what's going on and we'll deal with issues, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, when it's, um, you know, 20 people in a room, it's like, let's just get in, get it done. Like, this is work. This is not a social occasion. Because you need a bit of both sometimes, right? In some meetings, you need a bit of social. But in some meetings, it's like, like, right, this is graft. Right, let's just get in, get this over the line, and then walk away. I'm with you on that. I think you're very sensible. Very sensible. Well done. Well done, Jonathan. Good call. And I I kind of stressed out about it. But then I just thought, do you know what? Like, if I go and sit in there and listen, and I could have done bits and bits and bobs, it's going to wreck my week because I'm going to put so much stuff behind. Mm. Like... So I just managed to actually be very, very productive. So ditch meetings, hyper, so hyper focus. Ditch meetings is 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 effing scary, and and ditch meetings is uh, it's weird how it's it's weird how I don't it's a trait I occasionally occasionally pays in me, and I don't know what causes it to happen, but when like I don't know why I don't know why it happens, but then like all right, I'm focusing on a thing now, and I will make this thing happen, and I'll finish it, and it'll be awesome, and then I'll probably that'll go away for five years again i'm gonna say it's it's gonna be it's got me it's motivation it's as simple as that but where's it come from from your heart jonathan (laughs) where's it come from your heart it'll go away someone will beat it out of me again and then stamp on it and throw it under a train and then it'll be gone for a couple of years but Uh, um well hopefully not i think you know you're putting yourself in those positions less i'm certainly putting myself in those positions with (laughs) bad people So what else? What else happened this week? Why did you write anything down? Um, did you, did you, what did you write anything down in your in your special bullet journal or your uh, Japanese calligraphy? Yes, I um, redid my uh, from my uh, ADHD survival book by Doctor Barclay. Uh, it was very wordy on my whiteboard, and I rewrote it. And I took their advice. And I made it pretty, which is not something I usually do. I'm usually black and white. But I got some nice markers. And so I have my little tool in front of me on a whiteboard directly above my screen. Um, So I've written that down uh, on the bullet journal. Uh, I had a few interesting meetings. And yeah, I I, I very much externalise all my tasks onto these little... I have these little mini magnetic whiteboard... um, Back to stationery. What are these, Henry? Just um, to come from Henry's yeah. holding up very fancy fridge magnets. Yeah, basically, yeah, they are basically fr- fancy fridge magnets. And I've got a little uh, whiteboard that they can go on when things get a bit overwhelming. Um, but if I need to do something today, I basically start with a blank set of these. They come in like packs of 40, um, I don't know, like a tanner. Um, start from blank. And that that is today's task. And I write the overall big task on that. And sometimes I'll write subtasks as well, so I don't forget. It's so you need a pack of 80 then, because you love a subtask. I've, you? Got, I've got 90. 90, <laughs> got yes. 90 okay. If anyone wants to know what to buy Henry, just buy him fancy fridge magnets, and yeah. he's going to be a happy boy. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, that was good. Um, I've also, yeah, I've been messing around, because I've been, you know, trying to make doing podcasts easier so be messing around with the this got this roadcaster pro 2 that we've been using for a while which is awesome. so how, is this plugged into is this plugged into teams now yeah it's um so teams my microphone is going directly to uh the device your audio is coming directly into a separate channel and then i have a separate channel for 
the, the music, which I have various, various kind of bits that I've got that is either I paid for or I've got a license for or it's free or that you sort of thing. You definitely got a license for all of it. Yeah, 100% because I want to go public with it. So, because um, uh, I've got this for a D&D game. I have this, you know, these are oh. the little side things I want to do. Um, like D&D games. Oh, I, but there's some amazing songs I've found. Check this out. It's great for a bit of tension. Feels like a battle's about to start. How do you feel about that? Well, we could talk conscription if we wanted to, being British and slightly. We're probably too old and crippled now, aren't we, to be conscripted? We could definitely be generals. What do you think? World War what? Three? World War Threes are coming. No, it's too much. No, I think that's it'll, just a bit of Daily Mail, isn't it? It's a bit of Daily Mail news. It'll be too quick anyway. World War Three. Yeah, but we, we'd be we'd be good generals. We'd definitely be good generals in a jeep, loading <laughs> up online. <laughs> I've got I've, I've got some aviators somewhere. Um, I can I, <laughs> to get a little bit stand up in a battlefield. Right. Yeah. We'd die at. too quickly. We'd, too th we'd, we'd pretend we're like on some kind of weird game and just die without respawn, so it'd be over fairly quick. Yeah. But um, interestingly, the tension, tension thing, it spanned, interestingly took me to my other points I wrote down okay. of plates. So Spinning. Spinning plates, lots of plates. So given the fact that I'm like in this hyper-focused stage of work at the minute, mm. I'm finding the multiple plates quite challenging because I can't change plates. Ah. Mm -hmm. Because it's like there's one very important player and the other players usually it's very much part of my daily tasks to have like 15 things going on. Give them all a little but spin. I'm, I'm really with big deliverables and things and bigger, the bigger player, I'm finding it hard to concentrate on the other players. Yeah. So sure. the players, it's like my brain keeps getting dragged back to the thing that I want to focus on. Or the high, it's weird. Next, next up in ADHD symptoms, uh, we have uh task <laughs> switching <laughs> go on then henry talk how do we do that how do we do that i mean I'm, I'm all right it's not that bad but it's just annoying that i'm like oh i've got to do this 10 minute task that's well, like well that fill kind a form of, and click a submit button that is a that is a key deficiency in the adhd brain depending on which type there are different types of adhd and different types of learner so there's, you know there's some variation but a very common thing is you know it's very task related so one of the big difficulties is task switching so, so do, you, do you like procrastinate between the tasks then? Is that the, that or, the challenge? Or don't you don't change task? So, so you, you could do, just yeah, okay. yeah. So like you, it, it, um, some people call it hyper focus. I believe the technical term is is perseveration, um, which is like perseverance. I'm I'm not even going to try and say that because yeah. it'll just sound weird and normal. Um, and yeah, it's about. So I've just got this little workflow, and at the top. Because this is from like a, this is the whole book I've summarized basically, which is um, I've just said ADHD task related symptom stop. So literally stop, just stop. Whatever it is, whatever's going on right now, if you feel like oh I should be doing something else or oh why am I you know what's going on? Oh, I'm feeling guilty about not doing something or uh, oh oh I've been doing this for a long time or oh no I'm distracted. Whatever it is, stop, stop. That's number one. You stop. Okay. Then you consciously summon up lessons from the past if i was doing this when i've done this in the past what happens and he's gesturing his arms are in the air yeah he's summoning lessons from the past i'm summoning summoning them into my brain and then you say them out loud you have to say them out loud that's a very adhd thing is that you, you you know internal working memory not great so you have to say it out loud say it oh yeah okay playing you know just stick it so maybe let's let's do your task so uh you know sticking on one task 
for too long um, in the past, that could cause problems because other things might fall over. And then someone will shout at you because you didn't submit a form that would have taken five minutes. Exactly. You're doing it. So then you consciously imagine the future paths. So where, you know, on this route, where am I going? If I carry on this route, where am I going to go? Where am I going to end up? You say these out loud. If I change and do something else, how is that going to impact me? It's like literally just making you do planning. It's like by just thinking about it and saying it and having a very, you know, it's very simple and it's something that's very doable. It just doesn't occur to me to do very often. Okay. So I have no so, tool for it. I've um, developed a task in my head while you're talking about that that might be quite interesting. Go on then. So pretend you are the entire construction industry. Okay. All of it. Okay. Um, I think that is that could be argued that there is an ADHD task related symptom there, which is that it's there is it's doing there is. It, it's doing it. There is. Yeah. It, it can't it, it can't stop what it's doing. It keeps doing the same thing over yeah. and over and over again, and doesn't learn from itself, and learns yeah. so incrementally badly, it doesn't change. So where if if we don't if it doesn't change, because like our career has been based on trying to implement change, maybe yeah. we're just rubbish at it. Um. So, based on our current path, you are the, all of the construction industry. Where are we going to end up in the next thirty years? I, I think that this would probably be a great workshop because it's going to be well. Okay, I'll answer your question, but I would I would love to ask this question in a in a big room with people and make them do it. Uh, do this. So, summing up lessons from the past, we learned that procurement was a problem. We learned that um, siloed activities were a problem. We learned that uh, you know fragmentation is bad and and doesn't help we've learned that looking um uh, and we've also learned that um it's very difficult to change the industry because it likes to carry on you know that's a lesson from the past um saying that out loud now imagine future paths okay so if we carry on like this we will be um very polluting um there won't be the trades there to do the work because it's a toxic environment for smes because they don't get paid on time they have a really difficult time of it and there are nicer easier less dirty jobs out there i've heard from somebody this week about you know they uh, take the kids on this training course and then they go to a factory where they build these manufactured products that go into buildings and they all end up working there because who wants to go outside? Yeah. So anyway, uh, possible future path, current route, uh, it gets more expensive. Things are still not on time. Things are still over budget. We at the UK continues to uh, be very, very expensive. In fact, the world continues to produce infrastructure very expensively on the whole. Um, maybe not the whole. And the emerging, the emerging markets pollute horrifically mm. because... They're just they why would they not? They deserve <clears throat> they deserve the opportunity to to build. Yeah. Um okay then. Persona Henry number two. Yeah. What if all the things we've dreamed of implementing, well, not 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 some of them, but the, the all the changes that need to occur happen, where do we end up then as a as a global industry? Um we end up with a I think there's several sides to it. We end up with, and this is the responsive infrastructure. I've, I've had, I was always oh, digging it. Yeah, he's plugging. Yeah, yeah, I'm plugging the uh, Femby Taylor review because I've had six months to consider this. Um, so, <laughs> um, 
it is a world in which the built environment works for citizens and users in a way that it currently doesn't. It can react, it can it is adapted to their needs and it changes. So in terms of you know where things are, how things are done, it's not kind of just some weird thing that happens to people. Very, very bottom level. Very, very top level. Um governments, government departments, policymakers, big landowners have certainty over how long things will take and how much it will cost and what the uh impact will be socially, environmentally, and ways to mitigate that, that they can measure and they can hold people to account and they can demonstrate, look, we did a policy, you know, like the retrofit. Uh, 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 insulation for houses they can look at a policy and be like here's the data our policy worked and if it's not working they can change it so that's those two um infrastructure owners and operators they can effectively work in a, in a very difficult environment you know climate change is impacting uh water and obviously you know i'm not going to go into they're making loads of money um which you know I think what's done is done and it would be nicer if we had better services, but you know, here we are. Um, they can optimize how they perform. They can optimize in real time. They can understand exactly how their system is working. Um, because I've seen in these large organizations that um, things can just sit on hold for bloody ages. You know, somebody, you do something and it goes to somebody and then they just sit on it because nobody quite knew what was going on and so actually it was asked for by somebody else and there's all this complexity of this huge kind of integrated supply chain that's not integrated and so, the last uh, one uh, last one i've got oh, one oh, more still going. one more i'm gonna talk trains yeah one more is innovators there is now a marketplace in this future world where everything goes the way i want it to there is a marketplace for new ideas and new operating models and new systems and new tech to just be tested and tried and see if it works and see if it works better for policymakers, the infrastructure owners, for citizens, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas right now, if you want to innovate, if you're the government, a policymaker, department, or an infrastructure owner and operator, and you want to get innovation, you have to know what that is in advance and then procure for that. And yeah, it, and it has to work. Like everyone, de- work. everyone de-risks the hell out of like an innovation, don't they? It's I, like, I, oh, that, this innovation must... Yeah. be 100% ROI rather than just going, let's just test a thing to see what happens. Well, test that 10 that de-risking is, is deeply risky. <laughs> you have a, a, a close to 100% risk of, of the innovation not working and you end up with a load of consultants standing around a PowerPoint telling you why it worked great and then you just look at the underlying numbers, like the actual and economy. Made, and they're all made up. The actual product. I mean, this is the thing, right? What is the, the productivity of the construction sector in the UK is still where it was. 10 years ago just saying it's well it's, longer when i'm still flat i remember i but the i did a i remember when i did a thing at manchester business school uh and it was people from all over different industries and innovation was brought up and everyone's like oh jonathan you're an innovation dude anyway um there were, people were talking about the amount their industries invested in innovation and there was a, a guy from a a gas turbine firm that basically manufactured gas turbine firms and they operate on like a 50% EBITDA or profit every year. Mm. And they invested 50% of that profit back into, so 50%, so 25% of their turnover went back into innovation every year because they had loads of spare cash. Like construction, what's the average 
margin of a contractor. Like, something like two to ten percent, isn't it? So it could be yeah. like five to. So eight. they're like usually one project away from death. Yeah. So at all the, times. the risk. That's one of the big challenges, and I think so. Our current path, sure. the, the the one thing that I'm seeing is, and I think we'll continue to see is market fragmentation, consolidation paradox. Okay. Henry knows, Henry yes. knows exactly I, what I, that is. I love your market fragmentation consolidation paradox. I said that, well, that right first time. Nailed it. <laughs> so that is um, the basically the biggest players in the market eat the middle market, and there's only niche there's only niche people and giants left. Uh, so if you think the U-shaped market, yes. Yeah, so it's the, it's the Netflix it's the Netflix and Amazon Prime scenario. Because if if you think if you think what we're seeing now, all the biggest players are eating the biggest players. Uh, just to make even bigger players yeah i mean but this happens in in all sorts of sectors i remember we did a podcast on this um and it happens in computer games you know yeah you there's just these tiny indie houses and then these massive corporates and very little in between yeah and i think that's where we're going to end up globally where which is negative for the market in my opinion yeah yeah no, the, the, the middle guys don't want to be they can't be competitive because they've not got seventy eight thousand members of staff but that's just a random tangent yeah, no. So that, maybe, maybe that's something we can do more on the the two personas of the future of the construction industry. Maybe that's a technical pod. Yeah, right. Okay. So right, we're going to move on with the the okay. uh, the ADHD uh, toolkit. And so you 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 write these things down. So you say them out loud. You write them down. Imagine the past. Imagine the future. You write them down. You feel them. You feel emotionally. You engage with it emotionally. How would that make me feel? And this is the bit I would love to do with a room full of people. Um, about how well we we can't do this that and the other how would you feel if we carry on like this and I would love to hear what people say because lots of people are just you know like you say like they're they've got tiny margins even if they're huge and they're flying around just by the seat of their pants basically um and I'd be very interested to hear what they say um a a good current trend is the death of the offsite manufacturing market or the, or the extreme pain they're feeling yes um well, it's, been a, it's been a very challenging year for, for all of them hasn't it so like I, I, they, they're like this makes total sense to the industry but no one wants to adopt it because of x y and z reason i remember um, um talking to somebody uh about this on the it was in the zero whatsapp wasn't it and um you know uh, i was talking about it before actually there is a hyper optimization problem here is if you hyper optimize the production of walls with all of the fixings and fittings in or you hyper optimize anything you know it could be formwork it could be you know uh something made of concrete it could be stairs all of these things if you don't have the materials coming in which is a big problem in construction at the right rate at a consistent rate you're in trouble and if it's not going out, if somebody's not buying it, it's not going to sites. Yeah, uh, consistent for all them all offsite manufacturing issues. It's every single off every offsite manufacturing member has exactly the same problem. They try and go, oh, we'll be Toyota. Yeah, but and you need. There's a planning, you, but, yeah, then there's but, a planning but, issue. Exactly, but Toyota know all the net well certainly now all the successful car manufacturers they know exactly where mm. their stuff is coming from, and they have a so they have you know a close relationship with their supply chain it'd be interesting to maybe get somebody on to speak about that um and you know it's uh even with you know they account for slowdowns but mm. they do face problems right but they do ship out a certain or number of cars when when the cars when they when their forecourts are full of cars they need to sell they put on financial incentives 
yeah make them easy to sell so they can get the factory moving um interesting tangent interesting yeah that was an interesting tangent oh it's been an interesting chat actually yeah. I've, uh, I've enjoyed it so so you're feeling a little bit, bit feeling a little bit better I'm, feel, bit better I'm feeling good yeah no i'm feeling good it's been a good it's been a good year so far. what's on the cards for what's on cards for the weekend of the next week then um so this weekend i am actually going to the um cambridge county liberal democrat conference 2020 you're wearing liberal democrat hoodie there because it's is it, is it, it is yellow yeah. it is yellow yeah. um but that is a coincidence as is all the other i like yellow all right there's lots of yellow in my life um and that's fine it's it's a yellow light i can see a yellow brick in the background yeah yeah exactly i can also cool. see a very large blue dragon yes that's from uh that was for the finale of the the last D campaign when we did it all in person Dan Roster was in that game. Uh, next week, what have I got on? All right, get up your diary. Oh, that's nice. Um, so uh, next week, obviously, more of um, the Muesli group. I'm gonna, um, I've started to put some regular podcasts in. Um, I have the uh, Construction Industry Council um, climate change um, uh, thing on Thursday for two hours, which is uh, Adaptation and Resilience. I'm speaking to a, another small business owner. Uh, keep at it. Keep art it. Carson, which is Doug, who I met in Bristol. He's a great guy. Does great facilitating. Um, going to be talking to some clients about their white papers. Um, going to be speaking to Innovate UK on Friday. Um, yeah, I've got loads of time for actual work next week, which is great. So I'll be interviewing loads of people. We've managed to build a huge list of people that we that we want to talk to and want to talk to us. So. That is what I'll be doing for most of next week. What about yourself? What's your weekend and uh, and yeah, yeah, next week got in 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 store for you? I'm spending a full day in Mission Room in WSP Birmingham on Monday doing um, like a, a show and tell there, which is going to be quite fun. Ooh, I'm spending fun. a lot of time in Birmingham at the minute. Cool. Two days, three three days, but yeah, just lots of lots of lots of travel. Where, where is WSP my, in Birmingham? I don't know if I've the mailbox at the BBC. Really nice office. It's got trees in it. Oh, I like offices with trees. Arab, um, Arab very nice. Trees but just it. lots of. I, I'm going to ride my bike all weekend, probably. Nice. In digital twin of my bike though. In the, oh, in the metal oh, twin. I didn't check my. You know, I've been doing all that gymming stuff. Let me have a little look at my uh, at my gym app and see what I've got on because I think I probably do have. No, nope, I don't have anything booked for the weekend. I should have done, but I have I have done Pilates today, and I am an absolute Pilates convert. I'll tell you that. So, I'm gonna try and get into the gym on the I weekend. That's well. not something I would imagine you doing, Henry. No, I was doing like really? like stretching and weird shapes. Oh, love it, love that stuff. Nice. Yo- right. Yoga in lockdown, saving life. But um, <laughs> move over. Pilates is in town. We'll see. We'll see. So plates, Pilates and plates. That's what this session can be called. <laughs> definitely, Thank, all right, guys. definitely need need name for sure. There you go. That's it. Thanks yeah. very much. Yeah, it's been great. All right, buddy. See you next week. <laughs>